0: All right, welcome back, everyone, to this episode of Drunken Jurors. I haven't really got anything to start this off. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. Uh, I'm drinking some Bud Light Seltzer. That's because uh, I'm sad, and I'm saving the good stuff for the recording we have after this.
1: Uh,
0: I have nothing at the moment,
1: um, but that may change. We'll find out. I'm Nick. I got a Bud Light Lime.
0: You, we already got your who you were. We Whatever,
2: first. It's, I'm, I'm practicing for AA and I have potatoes.
1: Hi, Nick. Hi, <laughs> why
0: are you an alcoholic? Your dad left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it
1: was that, it was, it was that because there was no milk.
0: Uh, of course,
1: I became an alcoholic out of necessity. Um,
0: so you guys, uh, you guys excited? We're going international this week.
1: I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about.
0: Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm just telling you we're going international. You fuck. Right. I'm excited now. We're going to England. Ah, why? Yeah, uh, some weird debauchery happened, and Interpol gets into it. So, woo, I do love <laughs> Interpol. So yeah, we're going over the case of. I'm gonna list off a couple names here because you'll figure it out later on. But, uh, Ronald Platt and a.k.a. Albert Johnson Walker, a.k.a. David Davis. So, we'll get into explaining that because that's a whole fucking debauchery.
2: Uh, Have we ever talked about Interpol before?
0: I don't think so. I do not believe so.
2: Adam, as a resident, know nothing. Do
1: you know uh, what Interpol is? Uh, They do some government thing that everyone likes to complain about in movies and I laugh along with people. Um, to seem like I know what they're laughing about. I'm like, well, a, now you can I'm know. Like uh, Inter- Interpol is
2: international police. It's short for that. They are not quite part of the UN. They're not pi- quite part of the EU. They're just kind of an international. they I think they're set up on like a side treaty based off of the UN. Like they're not under the UN, but like the UN helps set it up. Um. They do walk a
0: very weird line. That's
2: a really weird one. Like, you need to... Basically, you have to be part of a treaty country that signed on to the Interpol Interpol Treaty Country. But, like, even though you signed on, like, your country's State Department or foreign office needs to sign off on them being a part of a case. You have to request them. They have their own investigations, but, like, it's like they just kind of can't do anything unless they get approval from the country's government um the red notice red notice is like the movie is just a, yeah. like an internet is like the Interpol's most wanted usually reserved for terrorists and murderers um sexual deviance well i hope uh, you're
0: excited for the most wanted here yay <laughs> so again okay, guys we get to tag this as educational again for once <gasps> holy shit look at there us up, yeah so You're welcome. On July twenty eighth of nineteen ninety six in Brixham Harbor of Devon, England, um, some fishermen go out doing their morning fishery, fishy thingies. Uh, they they're not, not doing so well. Don't get a big catch. So they decide to go into an unfit like a rarely fished area, which is about six miles farther out. So they go out there, they cast their net, and as they're pulling it up, they realize it is very heavy and they're like holy shit we nailed this uh they pull it up and they pull out a dead body of a man who's wearing a long sleeve shirt pants brown shoes and a rolex watch Uh, the body has no identification on it and it has a huge gash on its head uh so the rolex watch comes into play here pretty quick so the date on the watch was the 22nd of july uh and his pant his pant pockets were pulled out, so it was therefore determined that his pockets had been gone through. Um, The body wasn't extremely decomposed, so they assumed it uh, had not been there very long, and they also found a tattoo on the back of the hand, which was later to found out to be a Canadian maple leaf. So the police, once they get the body, they go, they talk to the people of Rolex and find out that if it's a real Rolex. It will have a serial number just next to the waistband where it connects to the watch or the that wristband.
2: Hap- that happens a lot, actually. Like, bodies will be identified based on, like, the Rolex or, like, the um, uh, what's the other one? Not a Cardigan, Car- no, not Carnegie. I can't remember what the other really fucking bougie ass watch brand is. Um, oh, I don't God. know,
0: I don't know anything other uh, than Rolex. I don't know shit about watches.
2: Uh, Rolex and, and other watch brand other other brand
0: really putting in some effort here around you the right, potatoes I
2: am I am I, I am I have to go over the potatoes um you're not wrong uh monitor bright um list of watch manufacturers there we go this can't be awful um ah yes Cartier Ah, Cartier, <laughs> yes.
0: So they find bougie
2: watch brands that are worth <laughs> more than my car.
0: So they find out the serial number and they use it to see who bought it and who had it service. They found the name was Ronald Joseph Platt. We're just going to call him Platt from here on out. Um, not then, RJ. No. Uh-huh. So they then went to the his apartment in Essex, and after talking to the landlord, that they learned that they learned of a man named david davis so the police then decided to go get information from him but they also while doing so they first called him and they tried to get information from him without telling him that his friend was dead but eventually the conversation just went down the road and they had to tell him that the man was dead but from the phone call the guy didn't seem shocked or really affected in any way by this and then Uh, David Davis then agreed to meet with the police. So the police found out that David Davis had loaned Ron money to get set up in France. He also gave them a picture of Ron so they could help identify the body. They then put together that Ron most likely fell overboard and died. So they started to close the case. So a little bit later, the police want to talk to Davis again. So they sent out a patrolman because he lives a ways away so they send out a different police departments like patrol patrolman. you can't find the house because there's no like identifying numbers on the houses out there like it's way out in the country
2: for those wondering um the uh, english police is a lot like canadian and russian police where it's <laughs> centralized top down there's the national branch and then fucking each town has their own little fucking department and mingle and all that They're like the major cities like London might have their own, but it pretty sure it's still just like a subsidiary.
0: So the officer went around looking for the house, didn't couldn't really find it. So they went, they just went up to one of the houses and knocked a couple answered the door and told them that uh, the house he wanted was next door. And they asked who he was looking for. And he told them that he was looking for David Davis. Oh, they were immediately confused because they told them that Ronald Platt lived there and that they had never heard of David Davis. So, obviously, this is where things get fucky. This
2: is this where Interpol comes in and, like, looks for an art thief? No. That looks remarkably like Dwayne Johnson?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. They continue to talk to this couple about Ronald the, or the man who lived next door to them and said that Ronald, uh, the Ronald who lived there, had a much younger wife and two kids. He was, like, 50 and the wife was in her, like, 20s. Oh. Like, quite, quite the age gap. And the kids were like a toddler and age three, like a baby. And then like a toddler of the age of three. So obviously the police are like, okay, go. No one's at the house. So this case stays open a little bit. They go back to the fishermen and find out that there was actually an anchor found with the body, but for some reason, didn't tell them about it. When they asked why they didn't tell them about it, they said, well, you didn't ask. What? So- what?
1: <laughs> when is this? When was 19- this
0: 1996.
2: What? <laughs> Law and Order was a thing at this point. People, you know how to talk to cops at this point.
0: In England, though, do you think they watch in England? If fishermen, nonetheless, people who probably don't really have a TV. I don't know. I don't
2: know. I don't how know, far I don't... back in the olden times England is. Do they? Do they even have TVs yet?
0: <laughs> well, I they just I color. Like, were they watching? They just American... got color. Okay. I'm wondering what uh, my point was. Were they watching American television? Well, I got the baby um, say. Yes,
1: they they watch mostly American television <laughs> back then, with the exception of Doctor Who. Apparently, anything. Well, that's BBC. That's different. <laughs> Damn it, Nick! Oh, oh, fucking! I've never. I've watched like five episodes of Doctor Who in my entire life. British TV's wilds though, because they only have one ad break, what maybe two, uh, in an hour segment. Is that Uh, why fucking its paced so weird? Yeah. Okay. British TV because they don't they do one or two and I mean every once in a while depending on the show you'll get three ad breaks where we have standardized we have standardized five per half hour.
0: Fucking done. We have like
1: three or three to five per half hour in America. So in America, writing has to get you to the welcome to
0: capitalism.
1: And Brit- puts out better well, tv but also british uh british tv is still like the 42 minutes for an hour segment they just have like five minute long advertisements hey man it's like time to get
0: up and make some popcorn and get ready yeah for the well next it part. gives you enough time,
1: you get, time, to, you time you know, to go take, take a shit take, a shit,
2: probably
0: not take popcorn,
1: a shit do what you need to do before the show comes back on mm-hmm. yeah
0: so the police end up Getting finding a receipt in the house of David Davis slash Platts. David for a nautical David
2: Doppelganger. Donger. the fuck
0: up! I don't okay. like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> you're pissing me off already. Yay! So, and they find out that a ten pound anchor was bought, and they find the ten pound anchor in an auction shop. How they managed it, don't fucking know. What but they figured it out.
2: Anchor even look like. uh
0: well like a normal anchor so it has like this yeah it has a mushroom head honestly (laughs) like it does have like a mushroom tip to it i guess no that's not
2: what i'll be honest with you that's not what i was expecting it looks like a fucking pretty determined
0: that uh this is what gave him the gash in his head by the way so oh i mean because this was sharp edges apparently we'll get into it but uh this was tucked in his waistband to make him sink Oh. So after all I think this, got
2: out, oh, no, no, thank you. Said never mind. I was gonna make an Amazon joke, but never mind.
0: Stupid bitch. Um, Hi, nice <laughs> to meet you. So the police found an ex of Ron's and found out that they lived uh, with each other for ten years until 1993. She explained him as a caring, kind person, and she had photos of him with the Rolex that they found him wearing um this woman was named eileen eileen then explained that they had met david davis five years prior uh when she worked at an auction house and after they had talked for about an hour and a half he offered her a job she explained that she wouldn't have the job for very long because her and ron were going to be moving to canada in the near future because they both really wanted to live in canada that's literally the reason
2: that's a choice
0: so after ron and she had david meet ron and when they hit it off uh David offered both of them a share in his new company. He made them directors of the company and he didn't want to be one of them because his ex-wife would come for his money and his alimony. So Eileen, Eileen's job with Ron was to travel Europe and look at properties, all of which they never bought any of. She also was the one that deposited the money for David Davis into foreign bank accounts. So Hi, can
2: you spell Ponzi scheme? <laughs>
0: one Christmas... David Davis gifted the two of them one way tickets to Canada for if they moved by February, he explained it was so that they could move on with their lives and get, get to the place they dreamed to live. He explained to them that they could stay on as directors only if they would make, take their signatures and make them into stamps. So he could approve and deny things while they were in Canada. They agreed. They end up moving to Canada and it does not go well. They can't find jobs, and after five months, Eileen comes back home for a wedding, and she sees Davis. She told him that she was not going back to Canada, and he got very upset. Huh. Wonder why. (laughs) If you're wondering, it's because he stole Ronald's identity.
2: (laughs) Uh, So what, she's going to leave her fucking husband in Canada?
0: They're not married. They're just in a relationship.
2: Still, she's going to straight leave him in Canada?
0: Pretty much. The reason they broke up pretty much was because he wanted to stay in Canada and she wanted to move back. You said they lived five years without jobs in Canada? No, five months. Okay. I'm like, how do you do that? He then told her... Oh, sorry. Later on, Eileen spoke to Davis a couple months after that. Uh, Ron's body was found, but Davis had never told her anything about his him being dead or his body getting found. He told her that uh, Ron or Platt, went to France and hadn't talked to him since January. Eileen started to feel like David had something to do with Ron's disappearance after she had found out that Ron was in fact dead. He called her and she agreed to meet up with him for coffee and she told him that she found out that Ron had died. The police had set up an arrest on him at a train station for when he went back home from this meetup for coffee, but uh, he never showed up. So they went by his house and saw that he was home. He then got into it. They staked it out. He got into a taxi and left. Then armed officers ended up pulling over the taxi and arresting him. Which was wild because they don't really have anything to go off of. They have a body, but they don't really have enough to really. They have like no evidence that he really had anything to do with it other than that receipt. But like he owns a boat. So him buying an anchor wasn't weird.
2: It's England. Their laws are a little different. Due process is a bit grayer
0: they they can hold them for longer yeah without that makes sense it,
2: because that's ah. what they end
0: up doing <sighs> magna Sorry, carta sources Hell i always thing. forget this oh, yeah, that's true sources no that idea. book i've used for like four weeks now that one and then also <laughs> the almost perfect murder full documentary by real crime
2: oh that's good to know thank you
0: yeah that book it is like the, history the of true crime yeah cases volume one through three Oh, nice. I'll look it up cuz I feel like I should give a real source. The, the, yeah, I mean it's better than the book. The book I've used for 4 weeks, Nick. The good book. True Crime Case Histories volumes 1, 2, and 3 by Jason Neal. There you go. When they started looking into David's past, they had found out that he was on Interpol's most wanted list. It,
2: it, it's Interpol, not Interpool.
1: I don't Your fucking faces. like this in ass. <laughs> god i wish brother <laughs> interpol one. sorry
0: he was on interpol's most wanted list
2: <laughs> you said interpol the first time and i'm like huh?
0: <laughs> huh? so after his arrest they went and arrested his quote unquote wife we'll get into that later also and found um they went she was packing up a diaper bag and when they went to move the uh, diaper bag it was extremely heavy they found 4,000 British pounds, and two one-kilo gold bars. Then searching the rest of the house, they found 25,000 more pounds, 8,000 gold francs, and 17 more gold bars. And then multiple paintings valued at at least 6,000 pounds.
2: That's like two, okay, that's like two paintings though.
0: Well, still, but... Your
1: ass is like two paintings. Flat on drywall. (laughs) 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 <laughs> like sorry they also here. ended up fine i will finally- be here no more they also
0: finally found his boat dry docked at a different harbor a ways away from where he lived so um a whole thing about david davis is uh he had a uh, an american accent so thinking that he was american they sent the prince to interpol and <laughs> this is where like a fucking Belgian or something no no he's he's canadian um oh, okay they uh, <laughs> Interpol comes back and says that uh, he is number four on the most wanted list.
2: What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look up Interpol's most wanted right fucking now, and I'm going to tell you, guarantee you <laughs> they're all terrorists.
0: Nowadays, yes. Interpol. This is 96. There was
2: still terrorism. Like, the IRA was a thing. Al-Qaeda was a thing. Uh,
0: well, I'm about okay. to give you why he was on it, but
2: Let's see. Number one, uh, Rafael Cairo Quinto wanted since 1985. Jesus. Uh, well, he was a distribution of more than 10,000 tons of marijuana. Uh, he's a cartel. cartel that, guy. Is,
0: that is a lot. 10,000 uh, tons. Emil
2: Dan Serbu wanted since 06, a Romanian uh, for cocaine trafficking and number three our uh, david davidson's uh former no four he was four four. he was four all right sorry we'll skip the four uh clemente de jesus castellanos rivas wanted since 2009 uh 34 year old salvadorian um yes ms13 tattooed on his forehead
0: oh well Uh, i wonder what he could be wanted for
2: and is wanted for injury causing death homicide or murder uh, after firing several shots uh, at police investigators in El Salvador, killing one. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. All
0: right, so really, they really upped the bar
2: after David. David,
0: <laughs> his real name was Albert Johnson Walker, and he was from Canada. He was wanted for fraud for millions of dollars. Uh, He was divorced from his wife and was found at one point trying to sneak back into the house. But in the 1990s, he disappeared with over $3 million of money he got from his investment firm that he used to get old people to invest their retirements into his company. He then left with his daughter to go to Europe.
2: To be fair, that's number three is on the list for.
0: Once gone, he became David Davis. His wife was his daughter.
2: can't just drop that on me when i'm walked away what yes hold on pause his quote-unquote
0: wife was his daughter were i don't they, know i don't know were they anything. Fucking? were they I, fucking? Don't, I don't know you anything. can't come at me with like that daughter I, if they're not fucking. i don't know if the kids are his
2: <laughs> you cannot drop that on me jeffrey and not tell me if they're fucking I, or not i've been looking nowhere says that the kids were his <laughs> And so, what we're going to assume better angels and that they're not.
1: Um, isn't that
0: the no? Literally, I looked up the I looked up multiple sites and I have Wikipedia up and it literally says his daughter, who poses his wife during this time, the daughter had two children and the paternity of whom has not been revealed. I, <laughs> that that makes me
2: think either two things, two things one. It's they're his kids, and but I also don't know why they'd cover that up. Uh and then two, uh it was a member of the royal family. That who, it, it was
0: Prince it Harry. It was Harry. It was you Prince Harry. Yeah. <laughs> was Prince was Harry. Harry, he was like what six? God damn it. It was Charles. Shit.
1: God damn that scoundrel. No, it was Elizabeth. Straight. Was straight Prince, no, I was gonna say it was Princess.
2: This is Princess Diana.
1: One of the kids it is Princess a- Diana! oh
0: shit so <laughs> even though he he, he he refused to uh he, he didn't talk about the murder or anything so what they believe happened was walker took Platt out on a fishing trip on the 20th of july of 1996 because this goes back to the rolex so rolex told them that that type of watch without any wrist movement would keep going for 40 hours so with the date ending on the 22nd they could put back to his death was on the 20th
2: i know how you would have i know how to i know exactly how you could have gotten away with murder within this so, case
0: so this is literally considered the almost perfect murder
2: well here's the thing
0: that's here's the, the thing. name of the documentary He
2: he would have gotten away with it he had attached a shake weight to his wrist before dumping him in the water. Oh my
0: god, he could have just taken the watch, Nick. You dumb <laughs> bitch.
2: <laughs> no, no, because then they think it was a robbery. Granted, if they
0: thought it was a robbery, so if it wasn't for the watch and for that officer going up to the wrong house and the cu- old couple telling them about who actually lived next door, he would have got away with this. Because the case would have been closed, and he but would have just fucked off.
2: But wouldn't if he had gone to the old door and asked for uh,
0: David? He Davidson, just wouldn't. He just wouldn't have been home. Because okay. he, like, the family had le- like weren't there, so they just wouldn't have left, and they probably would have like called him again or something. Hmm. So they they think that Walker took Platt out on a fishing trip on the twentieth of July of nineteen ninety six, where he then murdered him, weighed him down with the anchor, and dumped his body into the sea
2: is 10 pounds enough to weigh down a body
0: i don't think so but apparently it was
2: like that's where i'm like is that enough i i didn't think it would be either but i i feel like you have just more gases come out than 10 pounds right how did he stab him how did he how did he kill him again
0: Uh, i probably hitting him over the head with the anchor
2: oh okay that's how they said okay
0: that's the I only oh like no no sorry <laughs> he drowned so he probably hit him over the head with the anchor, and then he drowned weighed him down he, and drowned him. if he if he because drowned, they did, they, his, if he drowned then his
2: lungs would have full, filled with water and then that probably yeah would have so failed. they okay. did
0: say that his actual cause of death was drowning because his lungs Drown. were filled with water
2: okay then that that along with the 10 that's why they originally
0: thought that's why they originally thought maybe it could have been like a like a suicide mm-hmm. or like an accidental death because he did die from drowning he could have just hit his mm-hmm. head off of a rock when he drowned yeah Okay. Um, all right,
2: all right, all right. interesting interesting interesting
0: so in the spring of 1998 uh walker's preliminary hearing was held in the village courtroom of teen ta- mouth england i don't ting know ting,
2: ding, oh. it's
0: t-e-i-g-n mouth Long mouth so on Ting-in-long, the uh, long mouth shut the fuck up <laughs> On the 27th of April of 1998, Walker pled not guilty in the murder trial in the English city of Exeter. He was then found guilty in 1998 and received an automatic life sentence for murder. Um, Had he not been convicted, the Foreign and Commonwealth Office would have transferred him back to Canada to face his fraud charges, which in 2005 they did. Anyways, so he got transferred to Canadian prison and he faced the charges of fraud, theft and money laundering. Then on the 23rd of July of 2007, he was sentenced in Kingston, Ontario to four years for fraud and one year concurrent for violations of the bankruptcy and insolvency act.
2: So, uh, fun
0: fact, Um, on the Interpol kids
2: page, uh, the URL kidskittle.co slash Interpol. um, I don't like that. Actually, I think it's an encyclopedia for kids. Uh, one of the uh, suggested readings is for the former Interpol president, Meng Hongwei, uh, who pleaded guilty of accepting 2.1, 2.11 million in bribes.
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, a little bit about the background of like the uh financial office he had in Canada was called Walker Financial, and in over a decade, I'm just reading this straight from Wikipedia. By the way, for his page, in over a decade, Walker Financial grew into six. Br- into a six-branch operation with about 30 employees. In 1986, a stock deal that Walker had invested in collapsed. As a mortgage broker and financer, Walker defrauded about 70 Canadian clients of $3.2 million. And then in the is when he fled to Europe. Well, fled to England, but yeah.
2: It's not technically Europe, I guess. But
0: that that is the wrap-up. He is still in prison. He's not dead.
2: I don't... Think UK has a death penalty anymore?
0: No, no. He it's an automatic life sentence for murder, though. I apparently,
2: yeah, don't know. <laughs> that that checks.
0: So that is that is the story of Albert Johnson Walker slash Ronald Joseph Platt slash David Davis. Uh, to, to just to if Have it you was been two... having
2: a trend of double lives lately.
0: Yeah, yeah, three in a row now. Mm-hmm wow jeff yeah. how that keeps going i don't know yeah maybe all the true crime history cases of those volumes are just straight up double life people <laughs> so and i haven't picked up on it yet <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah um you guys got anything no I, nice I little just... quick hitter here this week um i you feel know, like this is our first international one in a while <sighs>
2: Interpol's current annual budget is 142 million euros um, and they have members in 181 countries um, uh, I am actually really f- I, I kind of wanted to be Interpol when I was a kid like that was one of my like pipe dream that was my pipe dream pipe dream as opposed to my pipe dream of being a US marshal
0: Very neat Adam you got anything
1: um,
0: anything more about the British television market? I have so general, many, I,
1: I have so much information about Burns it it. we got Marford. time.
0: We got we got time to burn. I'll give you 5 minutes to talk about it. Um I'm setting a timer for this though. And if it's boring, I'm cutting it out. <laughs> oh. Uh well, uh Doctor Who uh
1: aired in sh- much shorter segments than its hour slots and usually aired in two or three parts. Uh weekly Didn't most of them burn like the original yes, that's what I was okay. getting to. So, okay. so uh the BBC basement, uh, which they did not keep good records of because they were like it's aired once already. Why do we need to hold on to it? So just throw <laughs> it down in the basement. And they never thought that people would want to rewatch or anything back then. Um so disorganized and whatever, the basement had flooded at one point. Um so that was exciting then the base and so a bunch of things got destroyed uh, and then not long after the basement flooded uh the BBC basement caught on fire destroying a whole bunch of very like a bunch of things that are extremely historic and like for entertainment and you know it's really sad and depressing that those are gone some of those things are some of the original runs of doctor who um because isn't the current like the doctor who we have like on hbo
2: isn't that like the second iteration
1: yeah that it's the
2: continuation like, it's, it is a continuation it's, okay.
1: a, it's a reboot sequel like okay so so the first season mm-hmm. or series as they call it um is the ninth doctor okay the first eight doctors came from the original run of the show plus some tv movies was that like
2: the 70s or like when was
1: that i mean it was going up (laughs) and so the tv shows were the tv movies were in the (laughs) 90s and i think there was one in the 80s um but the original run was like from like the 40s to the 70s like wow i mean that are it was a long time. Was it? Maybe the would, 50s. would you would
2: you consider it kind of like a British twi- uh, Twilight Zone?
1: Yes, yes, okay. very much so. But it was okay. in like three or four parts for every episode because they would air it in like twenty minute hunks. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that um, kind of how they did the uh BBC Sherlock Holmes too? Wasn't it in like four different parts?
2: No. Uh, no. No, it was this is, it was just is, a normal show. Like BBC, yeah. I got I've watched plenty of I BBC love the BBC shows. Sherlock Holmes show. They, they have is... we, it's it is a weird format like for you to watch as an American. It's yeah, just yeah. like watch, odd. you'll uh, watch it and have it's you just you like seen... kind
0: of odd. Have you seen Bodyguard on Netflix, no, I super agree it good. Was okay, it put was, that. Okay, put it on your list. I okay, that's one of that's my favorite BBC show I've seen. Okay. I haven't seen many, but that was my favorite one. What did I um, watch? But I But anyway, watch so, German
2: TV. That's what I watch.
1: But weird ass. This is this is like in that weird transition from radio to TV. So anything on TV, theoretically, you could re- like it was like they're showing visuals mm-hmm. because they can theoretically minus the uh, like it was still formatted like you a radio less than film. two minutes i'll fucking kill you i don't care <laughs> this um, is, I, I find this fascinating somehow. so but anyway so after all of this this death and destruction of entertainment in the basements of bbc they uh they've been able to piece together things people had copies they've taken people would record them like Uh, and have them stored at their homes like the way we would like record using our vcr like people would do something similar back then they've been able to find these lost episodes and past the after that they've gone and they've been able to find scripts and so they've tried to get the original actors this has been going on since then 80s so they have would get the original actors to re-record the audio of these old episodes with the scripts they found or they've done interviews with the people of production and actors and stuff to write the episode again because sometimes they'd have like part three but not part one and two so they like they at least would know where it was going or they'd have part two and not one or three like so they'd use this and they've animated these episodes using the uh, the original voice actors or as many as they could, and if they couldn't, they'd find people who could. Um. Oh, what the fuck's the term? Not mimic. Mimic. Oh. No, no. Um. Reenact. Oh, now, the people who f- pretends to uh impressions, they okay. could do them. Im- they could do impressions oh. of the original actors and they piece together scripts if they don't have anything and just go off of stories and memory and stuff of people and and i think i think as of like 2 years ago we've completed it I, like i think we like i had any part of it i think as of like 2 <laughs> years ago though it like it has all been completed no to- no no
0: this is an accomplishment of mankind you
1: you the, own that to the best extent that they can because this is what we have now. and so yeah so it's it's very interesting and to go back and watch uh, this stuff it's very weird but I've have it's been a dream of mine, a goal to sit down because I like the new doctor who I don't keep up with it. I watched all of season one and two but I, I've wanted to sit down and binge and get mm-hmm. through all of it. Which is I, like 100 I, years that the almost if you years want
0: now. to, I'd be willing because I've been wanting to watch uh, Doctor Who. It's on my list of. I HBO, watched a couple of episodes of Shannon. I've never it seen good. it. It was fine. I like. I've it. I've it heard fun. really good things yeah. of it. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, actually, here I'll uh bring bring around back to Interpol. Um, the for the final president of the international criminal police organization the precursor to interpol was a ss general who was executed at nuremberg in 1945
0: oh jesus fuck <laughs> yeah. i was honestly <laughs> expecting you to say something like hoover ran that too and i was gonna be like god damn it no
2: no the final president <laughs> of the precursor to interpol was a nazi executed at nuremberg right hoover
0: was the really shitty fbi yeah, one who yeah, was Herper, like super yeah, sexist he, yeah
2: yeah and a uh, cross-dresser and mm-hmm. like everything else just horrible. Uh, odd time Yeah, it was wild. It was was a thing. All right. Well, he probably did have
0: something to do with Interpol. Probably. I mean, obviously, he dealt with them at some point. I mean, yeah.
1: Ah! That was for you. Just for you. Thank you. Thank you. I hated it. Just cut it out and then just have those reactions. Yeah.
0: All right, well, have that after
1: my whole Doctor Who thing. <laughs> I hated it.
0: <laughs> Alright, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you go into the description of this episode, you can find our link tree. It has links to all of our social medias, but that top link is to our Patreon. You click on that, the $1 tier, you get access to our Discord. You could possibly, possibly communicate with us. Uh, Probably not Nick, because Nick doesn't even check it for our own fucking shit that we have it for. Um, also the one dollar tier, you get the monthly movie review where Adam makes me watch movies that I'll he thinks that are that he no, thinks you are important no, to cinematic no. history, are just really good or really bad. And it's because I don't fucking watch anything. But we did find out today that I have seen I don't even remember what were we talking about. Footloose. Oh both the footlooses.
1: Yeah. You've seen both footloose movies oh, somehow. Wild. Yeah, oh. it was. So do you guys <clears throat> like uh Norm
2: MacDonald's? I mean, before his passing.
1: Uh, no, I, I mean, like him. Before, no, I love him now. Passing. What? <laughs> <You> Post <post-passing laughs> passing. When that's when Norm MacDonald really gets. <laughs> why do you of, throw that well, in there? You know, he gets. He gets. <laughs> I, I'm. No, that joke's too far.
2: <laughs> um, But Nor- so Norm MacDonald was like, he put out a comedy special after he died on Netflix.
1: I don't think he put it out.
2: Well, Netflix put it out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, well, you're I, making
0: some really weird accusations. I
2: <laughs> got through five minutes of that special. It was bad. Like, he... <laughs> he, he like, it's clearly one of those things. It's like, yeah, no, stand-up needs a crowd because this is just really bad. He's like, he takes the pauses for where the punchlines would be, and it's just silence. They didn't add, like, a laugh track nope. nothing? Oh, fuck. Nope. Fuck it's, oh. And it's, like, on a Zoom call. It's really... And, like... I'll be honest with you. I love Norm MacDonald. The jokes weren't funny to begin with. They were just kind of like,
0: this is awkward. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Well, at the $3 tier, everyone, <laughs> you get you get access to the unedited video podcast. So everything that uh, we say that isn't okay gets to stay in.
1: Like Adam's joke about Norm MacDonald. Except I'm still not saying it. So he's still not saying it. It's still that bad.
0: Oh, well, understandable. <laughs> but... And then we have more tiers that we haven't really added to yet, but we'll get there. And then, oh, also $1 tier. You get the, uh, every year's past master special. You can watch three hours of blackout drunk. You hate to see it with a couple guests, just playing games and being absolutely Uh, hammered. I have actually some really
2: bad news? I'm Mormon now and can't drink.
0: Uh, Do some Coke. You'll be fine. Um, can I do that? Is that a thing? Is that a lot? uh, sure. I don't know. It's not a, it's not alcohol. I don't see why not. Um, yeah, outside of that, I got nothing else. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Nick, do the roar. Um,
2: Mormon!